2: Bing to throw for it to the corner. Incomplete. Alabama survives at home.
0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
2: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you. Presented by BetMGM. A lot to talk about here this hour. Thorneiser is going to join us in about 20 minutes, talk some college football. And uh, we can even look forward to NFL draft stuff with him. He's great on that. So we'll talk to him in about 20 minutes. On the, maybe the biggest week of the college football season, I don't think we're going to have a bigger one until we get the championship Saturday. It, it's historic when you look at what we have this weekend. I um, mean, we have, what, three, four games with top five teams. So we have second-time college football history. There are three matchups of 5-0 and 0 or better teams on the same day. This only happened once before. Penn State, Michigan, Alabama, Tennessee, Oklahoma State, TCU. Joe, we, I mean, this is one of those Saturdays where it's like, man, the, the, the picture of the national title conversation will flip on Saturday. And whoever wins Michigan, Penn State, they're in the mix to go challenge Ohio State for the Big Ten. I mean, this is this is the biggest weekend of the year.
0: I can't wait. I'm I'm going to be uh, watching college football all day. And then at night, when it starts to get dark out, I'm going to go across the street, and I'm going to go to Notre Dame-Stanford this weekend. So it's going to be phenomenal. Oh, man, I can't wait. So which game am I going to miss at night? U- USC-Utah, is that primetime, or they push it later?
2: So it's Alabama is the 3.30 afternoon game, the SEC game. Yep. Penn State-Michigan is the noon game. Uh, Early game, yeah. Yeah, Clemson-Florida State, but that's not as big of a game. That's 7.30. Yeah. What about I need Q? some uh, Joe O
1: tailgating videos and pictures. That's what yes, I it's
2: it's for. USC awesome. Utah's the night game. Are you tailgating.
0: <laughs> it's gonna. So I'm not gonna be living out of my car. It's gonna be at uh, a friend's house. They've got a house across the street. Like it's gonna wow. like in a three flat. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Gonna be it's going tomorrow. I think sometime after the show. So, time Saturday night rolls around. Joe O might be in a bad state. Like you know, I don't even know.
1: Texts in the group chat. Can't wait.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, over there, it's like um the so- cell service is terrible inside Notre Dame Stadium. So mm. when you go in, if you have your phone on, it's gonna die like in a half hour because it's constantly oh. working and searching. It's just mm. pain in the butt. Um, do you want to start with Bama, Bama, Tennessee? Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay. Wow. I didn't think that it was going to be Alabama only minus seven when we got to this point in the season. But uh, this, is, this is where we're at. They have had some really close calls, and they had another one last week. That was the, that was the game that people targeted and said, oh, you know what, Saban's going to lay it on. Now things happen injury-wise, impactful ones, uh, to change that. But we've had Texas. That was a one-point win. And last week against Texas A&M. The Aggies actually hung around in a very disappointing season. They actually had a chance here. Uh, it, they're going to be going through a real tough stretch now when they face the pretty good teams. They've they've had close ones, but got Tennessee this week coming up. Mississippi State, Oh, Miss is also coming up. I'm kind of at the point where it wouldn't be the most shocking turn of events if Alabama actually loses a uh, a regular season game here. Maybe end up with a couple losses and then. Something we addressed a couple weeks ago when talking about the Heisman uh, picture at the top. Isn't this the moment? This is Hendon Hooker's moment. If you can take down Alabama, everybody's going to be watching. Last week there weren't a ton of great games, so not as many people were watching Bama, and some were into the baseball and all that stuff. And it's going to be a. This is what I feel like. This is the first really, really big college football Saturday that we've had. Because the games haven't been as great over the last couple of weeks, so everybody's going to be locked in. Uh, this is I know the odds have been getting shorter and shorter, but this is a chance for him to have that moment. When you look at some of the numbers, it is shocking to see how poor Bama's offensive line has performed this year. Mm-hmm. That is, you have the best guys in in the in the nation every single year. They go to the draft, they're drafted in the first round, and then you replace them. That's been shocking. And another one in this matchup that's surprising is there were a lot of people that spent uh, the offseason talking about how good the Vols are going to be, and and it was mostly about their offense. Their defense has been really good this season. So now you have a tougher test here. Let's see how they can stand up against the Crimson. So a lot of really fascinating angles to this matchup.
2: So what are we getting out of Bryce Young? I mean, Saban said he's got a pitch count in practice. Is he going to play? If he plays, is he 100%, right? Are they go, going to the other right. quarterback? I just feel like this is a great spot for Tennessee. At home, mm-hmm. not a 100% quarterback situation. And in the past, mm-hmm. haven't these been the spots where Saban's off defense has struggled up-tempo? And no one runs pe- the pace as, as high as Tennessee. All they do is get to the line and they run it. It's like the old Oregon teams with Chip Kelly with Hooker at the controls here. I think Tennessee can win this game, Aaron. I think Tennessee could upset yeah. Alabama in this one. But I will say to anyone out there who's ready to go jump on Tennessee to win the national title, this isn't really their big game. It is, but they have to beat Georgia in a couple weeks to get to the SEC title game. I could see Tennessee winning this game but then losing to Georgia, and Tennessee still isn't really in the conversation, or at least it's not an easy path for them. But, Aaron, I think they can win. I think they, they have a real chance.
1: I do too. I like Tennessee plus seven. I know going against Nick Saban is always a little scary, but with Bryce Young's health in question, Alabama's secondary hasn't been playing well, and now they're going to get a really big test against a good receiving core in Tennessee. I think Tennessee plus seven, and as Joe O mentioned, I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee also wins this game outright.
2: Boy, an Alabama yeah. loss—that's that's that's something. I, I mean, it's so It'd rare awesome. what it happens. It would be so. Be awesome. All right, we're we're on Tennessee plus the seven. Let's go to the game that's first to start the day, and it yeah. is Penn State Michigan. Michigan has continued to what they did last year, which is just win. They lost. I mean, I didn't think their defense would be this good without Ojabo or Hutchinson, and here they are. They've been really good defensively, and then you have Penn State running the ball as well as they have in a long time. This. It's interesting the number. I saw some six and a halfs this morning, seven. I would like Michigan more under the seven. You know, if we get six and a half, I might be on the Michigan side of it. But seven, I don't know. Penn State might have enough to be be in this game the whole way.
0: You think so? I so we're used to Michigan the the strength being the defense, but I don't think people were expecting this offensive output Mm -hmm. that we've seen. It's something that people have been waiting on, right? It's always like it's always a story. Hey, Harbaugh, you're the quarterback, you're the guru. When are you going to get your quarterback? Always been an issue. All that pressure that was on him at Michigan just a few years ago, that's completely dissipated. Uh, when you look at their numbers, like success rate, they're fourth in the nation. Fourth in the nation. EPA per play, uh, they're 12th, uh, 13th in yards per play. it's, it's been very impressive what they've been able to do. Now we're still at the point where there's only been a couple of conference games, but if you are getting inside of seven, I do like that. Uh, great matchup, though. I mean, we've got a couple of undefeated teams here near the top of the Big Ten, and we're going to learn how real exactly uh, Penn State truly, truly is. Uh, they, they have trouble running the ball, don't they, this year? Yes. I mean, has that been their big Achilles heel? Yeah, yeah. it seems that way.
1: Thirty third with one ninety two point six rushing yards per game. Um, it is better than last season though, where they were one fourteenth.
2: Hmm. Yeah, they're they're improved there. Um, compared to last year, right? So two of the last three matchups have been one possession games between these teams. The, but Joe, you said the quarterback might be the difference now at Michigan. JJ McCarthy, yeah. and it's the first high ceiling quarterback he's had there. It's probably the best quarterback that Harbaugh's coached since Andrew Luck. I mean, th- this guy has a chance, right? He's he's a freshman and he's coming and doing what he's doing. He's probably going to be a star as the years go on. I didn't think Michigan was going to be this good after what they were last year. I just thought a natural step back, and they've been amazing. Like they win this game, that Michigan Ohio State game in in four weeks, whatever that's five weeks. That's going to be enormous again, like it was last year.
0: Yeah, they just had back to back road wins in the conference. Now they're good. Yeah, this is their first uh, conference home game. Uh well no they had Maryland a few weeks back and that one was a little bit closer than expected. But uh they've got a bye next you would think it's going to be the all out effort with the test here. Um mm-hmm. how is how has Penn State fared under Franklin going going there?
2: So Anything I'm trying State to think about really I mean, something. I could picture them winning like in my head at home though, not there. Like they I'm sure they yeah. won once there, but like it's usually they when they get them, they get them at Penn State.
0: Right. In, yeah, it's, a, it's a big think, deal.
2: Of course it is. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot for, for Penn State to go win the game. But it is. I mean, they've split in the last, 15, last 14 matchups. They've split them. But again, that's a lot of different coaches. I mean, Harbaugh and Franklin have been there together for a little while now. I, If it's under a, f- a touchdown, I'm definitely on Michigan. I think Michigan would cover yep. under a touchdown.
0: And I see six and a half out there. So I, yeah, I think I like yeah,
1: that.
0: that's good. I think that'd be a good spot. You know, I was really hoping that this was going to be much bigger than it is between USC and Utah. It's disappointing that the Utes have a couple of losses coming into this right. game, isn't it? Really takes away some of the hype that we were hoping to have at this at this juncture.
2: It totally does. I mean, well, that, that UCLA uh, Utah game last week changed everything. That that was mm-hmm. the one that flipped it around on us because we were like, oh, maybe Utah gets back in this, and then they they couldn't do that. So that is disappointing. But you're going to miss that one anyway. You're at the game. You're, you're yeah at Notre Dame.
0: So it's not it's not late. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's at eight o'clock, eight
2: o'clock. It, What time is the Notre Dame game? Seven. It's a night game. Uh, or it is a night game.
0: Afternoon? Okay. Yeah, I think it's six thirty central, seven thirty eastern. So it might be a little bit before that. Right. So, USC should take care of them, right? It's, I mean, it feels like a sh- it's a shorter number, three and a half points above that field goal. Uh, they know they're getting USC money, especially after another Utah loss. What's
2: the number of the game? What are we at now?
0: I see three
2: and
1: a half. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, the thing is, the... USC's defenses also look pretty good, but I think it was Pam or someone pointed out that like, they kind of played a soft schedule in terms of their opponents and who they face. I mean, I think this is going to be one of their toughest challenges so far. So while they may be feeling themselves and Lincoln Riley has looked like he's turned this around. I mean, who have they played? You know?
0: Yeah. Right. It's going to be, it's going to be all <laughs> USC money, right?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, they've got to oh. beat them.
0: To clarify, the Utes are favored by three and a half. But, yeah, it's so it's going to be all people jumping on USC money line, I would
2: think. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so, too. Though Utah does – Would you be shocked if Utah beats them and upends them here in this spot?
0: Oh, no, not at all.
2: There's a yeah, reason they're I, favored. I would, yeah. Yeah.
0: At home ha, has uh, – Has USC had a tough road game yet? I mean, this might be the first.
2: The Oregon State one, right? That was their toughest one so far about three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, and that was really close.
2: It was. That was the one they won on that interception late in the game, and they they kind of finished that off. All right, let's get to one that's, if you want fun and you want scoring, it's Oklahoma State TCU. We're only going to have what We've been talking about the Big 12 all season, how crazy it is and how we need to know who's going to win it. After, after Saturday, we're going to have only one undefeated team left because both these teams are still undefeated. So we are looking at um, – what, what's the updated total on this one? It's, I mean, it's got to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's 68 and a half. 68 and <laughs> a half is the total. We're looking at TCU up at MGM right now as a four-point favorite over Oklahoma State. I love the TCU team. Max Dugan, a quarterback – they played last year, and Oklahoma State blew him out. But that was when Gary Patterson just got fired, and Dugan missed the game with an injury. Like, this is a different TCU team now. I like this team.
0: Would you even consider the under?
2: No. No, I mean, these are two best passing offenses in the the conference. Sanders is throwing it around for for, uh, Oklahoma State. How would you play it, though? Would you lay the four? I I don't know. I do like TCU, though.
0: Don't you think both teams are going to get to the mid-30s at least? Would you play the over?
2: I feel like that's a fun way to do this over on I mean, a Saturday, it, yeah. rooting for touchdown after
0: touchdown. Do people, I, we're used to Oklahoma state games like this, but do people realize how good this TCU offense is? I don't think I mean, so. maybe they do. They haven't uh, lost ATS yet. They're four Oh, and one against the spread with a five and Oh record. They're third in yards per play. They're third in EPA per play. They have the fourth best explosive rate in the nation. I, God, I mean, I know it's so chalky, but it just feels like this one's going to be 42 to 38.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the over is the play here with two explosive offenses, two good quarterbacks, a couple of defenses that really aren't that great. Got to look at the over. Is there any 68 still out there? Is it 68 and a half everywhere?
2: Um, I see sixty. What did I just have up? Sixty-eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. Ben M. has got sixty-eight and a half. Boy, a lot of points we're getting here. I just I'm gonna know this. We have about a minute. Is is Paul ready for his undefeated Syracuse Orange against NC oh State on, on that? Yeah, that's that's the story here.
0: I mean, are we no, getting no, what no, twenty-five to one to win the ACC? We're a football school. We're back. We're a football school. Forget the basketball no, no, no. program. Here's the story. Here's the story. Can you win the Heisman with 120 yards and 130 yards in a couple of different games as quarterback, Devin Leary? That's the question. God, they stink. <laughs> and she Saints.
2: So disappointing. Q's is going to win. We, I expected yeah. so much more. Q's the favorite by three and a half. Joe Ojo's here in Hawksworth. Yeah. Back QL Daily. We'll talk to Thor Nystrom next right here on the Back QL Network.